Hello, and welcome back to the Tea and a Buddy podcast. I'm Dominic. And I'm Erica. And today we're going to be discussing what we've been watching. And we're kind of turning this into a little series, aren't we, you know? Yeah, I feel like we did this not that long, long ago. ago. But yeah, if you're enjoying hearing about what we've been watching on the TV box, <laughs> on the goggle box, <laughs> what they call it there? Goggle box. Yeah, the t- what, what do they call it over I've here? never heard anybody call it the goggle box until the show, until the show started. Oh no, it was, that was what they used to call television in Britain for a long time, was the goggle box. Oh, oh I'm yeah. on the goggle box. The boob tube. Yeah, that's the one they heard. <laughs> the old boob tube. Yeah. So why, why was it Why was it called the boob tube? I don't know. Because you're watching... a boob if you're watching it, I guess. <laughs> why are you a boob if you're watching TV? An old TV? booby. You An know? old booby? <laughs> I thought it was because like, oh yeah, you know. Only the... boobs watch TV. Or there's, or there's only boobs on TV. <laughs> That's but a different this kind is a Mary. That's that's a different. <laughs> is it? Is it really? <laughs> well, no. I mean, yes and no. Yeah. I mean, you know, because at the end of the day, in America, there's a lot of like, oh no, can't show that. Yeah. But you know, with the streaming services, I mean, you know, that's kind of coming can't, to an end. Can't show that. Can't say that. Can't show it. Can't say there it. There used to be. Don't a... show. Don't tell. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm making this up. But let me think about this <laughs> as I say it. No, I put sure it called the boob to... tube in the. No, no, yes, no, that is what they called it. You call no, it goggle box. No, there used to be when I was a kid. You can't say that on television. Yeah, yeah. that was a show. I'm that, not just yeah, making I think, that up. I think you can't. It was do on, that Nickelo- on television. It was on Nickelodeon, I think, and they would slime people if you said like. I don't know, whatever. Oh, yeah. We, they would we drop kind of slime incor- on their heads. We, incorp- <laughs> we incorporated that into this show called Noel's House Party. I mean, of course, there was stuff like that for kids, but family-friendly television and Sunday nights or whatever it was, yeah. Saturday nights, there was this um, variety show, I guess you could call it, although it wasn't really much of a variety show, called Noel's House Party. <laughs> Where the host, Noel Edmonds, who was a big fixture, he was a DJ on the BBC radio, and then he became a presenter, and, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, was he a DJ? I can't remember. But anyway, he presented, and that's where, you know, like, they play games like um, Grab a Grand, where you'd have to stand in this box. I thought you were going to say something very different right there. Yes, <laughs> I know. Words. No, 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 that was... No, don't, don't, don't even. <laughs> you can't say that on a podcast. <laughs> Just keep going. Um, you have to stand in this box and they blow money around you. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it'd be like a thing, oh, he's won, he's come down, he's... Yeah. And actually, I think sometimes it would be a celebrity of the time doing it. Mm. And then there'd be a gotcha. And a celebrity, you'd have to ask him maybe answer a question or whatever like that. And a celebrity would be sitting under a bucket of slime. Oh, yeah. And, you know, if you got it wrong or something, I'm not, I can't really remember, but they get slimed, you know, gunged. They get gunged. We used to call it gunge. Oh, yes. <laughs> it wouldn't be slime. It was gunge. <laughs> and, of course, Mr. Blobby. Mr. Blobby was the, um... Yeah. I that's, where he, we, that's, that's where he came from. Have we ever talked about Mr. Blobby I think on we have. Podcast? I'm pretty sure you Blobster. posted on something about it on Instagram. Yeah, Blobby. He was, you know... Since the advent of the internet, I mean, people in the US and across the world have become, you know, familiar, aware, aware of Mr. Blobby. <laughs> and like, oh, and it's like, he was this if 90s... You, if you don't know what we're talking about, just look him up. Yeah, Mr. Blobby. He was this character <laughs> on 
Noel's house party. Got that's where he got his start on it. Yeah, it would be just like okay, no, 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 and then you'd only hear his son as blobby, 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 and he'd be like, oh, he's back. <laughs> he was just an agent of chaos, basically. And he just looked and like Noel, a blob. and Noel Edmonds used to be like, all right, blobs, no, we're go, we're going on holiday, but we're not inviting you. Yeah. and blobby will be sad, and the audience will be like, oh, poor Mister Blobby, and he's just like, blobby, blobby, you know. <laughs> He was just big pink blob oh guy. You know the He was a blob guy. He was a blob. He was a blob guy. And he had these and he had a hit single in nineteen ninety three, which I think was a it wasn't the Christmas number one, but it was a massive hit oh single. God. Kids loved him, but then kids of today in Britain would go, Oh god, it's so he's so terrifying. He's traumatized. Yeah. Like we watched um big fat quiz of like the nineties. Yeah. And of course, they had Mr. Blobby on, and Jack Whitehall was like, "Yeah, he terrified me as a kid." <laughs> yeah, and yeah. He's yeah. a slightly bit younger than me, but you know, he would be about you know he would Mr. Blobby was still a thing in the nineties, and then he just kind of went off to like you know the archive. You know those the box that you were talking about, where people mm. stand in and they would blow money up, yeah, off the ground, grab and a grab, you catch it and put in your thing, so you would. I can't remember that definitely was a thing over here. It was not like a show unto itself or anything. It was probably like a little segment on game shows or something. I've yeah. anyway, I've seen it my whole life. It's been on various, I guess, game shows over the years. Yeah. Um, actually, I think. Maybe The View even recently had a thing where they were doing it sometimes. Like, <laughs> so they, It's like a morning they show would get, thing, They would get it? in and, and get the money, you know, and then give it to an audience member or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I always wonder, like, how are they not, how are they not getting so much? How come they can't seem to catch a hold of it? Yeah. The, you know, they're somebody reaching had like a, that, and, they're, and somebody it's just like, just like, get it, what are they, you they doing? A, I, I think they wore, like, something like a, a jacket when they blew. Yeah. All the money blew up it and got stuck under there, you oh, know? And they'd just be like, good. oh, yeah, I'm catching it, yeah, this is it. And they're like, oh, and, and I think they stopped it. because oh, you, know, you could that's... pull your shirt out and let it all well, blow up. Well, that's what they were doing, it down their pants and all that. It was just hilarious stuff. They'd be grabbing know? it with their hands, though, and it was just like, well, yeah, you just they couldn't get it. They'd be like that, oh, I can't, I can't. And I'm just like, why? Why can't you? Because I, I don't understand. It's how much money are they blowing around in there. Yeah, really? well, it looks like a lot. It looks like a lot, yeah. But, I mean, you've got to... Over here, it would look like even no, more because I mean, you've got dollar bills. they're actually reaching and they're, and they're just not grabbing as big of handfuls as you think they yeah. should be able to get. And it's just like, what is the hold up here? <laughs> Stand. You could be the hostess. What is the hold up here? Why are you not catching more? Yes. Like, how is it slipping out of your hands? Like, it. It must be very powerful fans. I guess. <laughs> oh, I don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. Anyway. But yes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. We I mean, what we're we talking about Noel's house party was just a show in the nineties, and now you know it, it. It ended. Yeah. Like sometime before the end of the 90s, and now Noel Edmonds lives in New Zealand and he's retired. Because he was presenting um, Deal or No Deal in the UK. Oh, was he? Yeah. He was the Howie Mandel of. Oh, okay. And then, you know, he's retired now, so. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, back to what we've been watching. <laughs> updating you on yeah. what we've been watching. Because we did this when we were still in Britain. We yes. did like an episode of like. Everything, all the British shows we were watching. <laughs> all the British shows you were watching. <laughs> all the British shows we were watching while we were over there. So it was sort of recently that we've done this. But we go through yeah. periods where we're like... We don't watch anything. Where we don't really watch anything 
I don't know, maybe we're maybe just watching YouTube and a little bit of, you know, yeah, we'll find anything. And then there's periods where there's like, oh, there's quite a lot out that we haven't seen. Actually, let's let's binge everything. Let's binge literally everything. That's the problem, you see. It's like we're not watching shows as they're coming out Mm -hmm. because, oh, you know. I don't like to do that now. Yeah, you spo- don't like it. I've been spoiled by. Oh, you know, we have Netflix. to wait till next week for this to come out. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes it's okay, but it's like sometimes I'm like, oh, you know. But I find, and I and I don't know if we've mentioned this before. Can I just binge this and all in one day? But or... I find, I mean, and you know, and you know this about me that when we binge something, I can't remember it almost immediately after. Yeah, like Succession, you're not going to remember it. May- maybe not. I yeah. don't know. I hope that I... Game of Thrones, you don't remember I hope it. that we're... You have to rewatch it. We're kind me. of... Well, yeah. No, literally. We were we were out to dinner with one of our um, friends, one of Dominic's old school friends, when we were in Britain. And he asked me, we were talking about, I don't know, watching stuff, I guess. And mm. and we Game of Thrones came up. And he said, oh, you're, you're a fan of Game of Thrones. What did you think of the finale? And I could not remember. I was like, I don't... What happened in the no, finale? It's like, I remember what happened in the finale, but like, but also, did I remember it well enough to like, give an opinion? You know what I mean? Like, I've seen I can't it. remember. I mean, I, I liked Game of Thrones, but I don't know. I, I'm just kind of like... Oh, I'm re-watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. This is why we're talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah. But, but no, I have that problem when we binge watch things like... I mean, not immediately. I said immediately afterward, but like I don't know, a month later, you'll maybe mention it, and I'm like, oh yeah, what happened in that? I don't remember. I can't remember any of the I've characters' names. I've got a capacity names. for remembering stuff, though. I can't remember any of the characters' names. I can remember like the biggest plot points, and that's like kind of about it. And I hate that because we binge watched some actually pretty good shows, and I'm just like, I don't know. I just cannot. There's something about like spacing it out week to week maybe that makes it go in my head better i don't know because why. it's being given to you like drip drop i guess drip drip drop little april shower it's not as if i'm re-watching that same episode within the week multiple times i only watch it as many times I as know, we watch yeah. it when we binge so what about that makes me be able to remember it i have more time for it to sink in i guess and i'm talking yeah. about it and i'm yeah. seeing Maybe articles about the episode or something like that, which is keeping it fresh in my mind. Whereas usually when we binge, like you said, the show's already finished. So there's not any really like fresh articles coming out, you know, about, oh, last night's episode of da da da, you know, reviews. And I'm not like someone who likes to go and spoil it, you know, like, oh, yeah, this is what's going to happen in the finale. Oh, I have to go look it up on the internet now. I don't understand that about some people who do that because they need to know. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, why don't you just watch the show and go, yeah, that's well, what happened. Well, you know my mom is like that. She's Yeah, no, that. but I've no. there's other people who are like that too. They need to know immediately. And it's like, what? what's that going to do for you? Yeah. You know? It's like, I mean, it, it, it's just indicative of like people who are not, who don't really want to watch a show. My they just aunt apparently like... is like that too. I think we talked about her mm. last, we talked about that last time we saw her. And I, and I was talking about my mom. And she said, and my aunt said, oh, yeah, I do the same I, thing. I, I read the back of the book. I, or, I read the, la- know, they read the, the last, last page, page of the book before, or the last few pages of the book before they start reading the book. And it's like, why? Oh, because I have to know how it's going to end. And but it's, it's like, like but you then don't you're know ruining how life the whole, is going to end. But then you're, <laughs> you know, you're like, ruining the whole thing. Like, for me, the enjoyment 
is of get, reading a book is like the build up to the finale. Like, you know, I, like, yeah, I mean, if you get into the psychology of it all, it's like, oh, I want to know what's coming. Yeah. It's like if someone goes, oh, I know how you're going to die. Let you, us do know. You, it, do you want to know? Let us know if you any know? of you listening are like that. Because to me, I, I just thought surely my mom was the only person who does that. But apparently no, there I've, are other I, people. I've, who, I've seen other people who, you know, they, they've talked about it online on Reddit and stuff like that. It's unhinged in my opinion. It's like, what is the point of watching yeah, the show then? Yeah. Or reading the book? Yes. If you know how it's going to end before, it's like, well, oh. It's like, well, no, you don't get to but read it now. But there's some books where, like, the ending is not going to make any sense if you do, if you haven't met the characters. Nothing is and going the... to make any sense. Yeah. I, really? Oh, I don't know. Do, do, do. I'm going to watch this show now, but wait wait a minute. It's finished. I'll, I'll, I'll go and look online and see how did, you know, whatever end. Yeah. And so-and-so died. So it's like... Oh, so I know he's gonna die now, so I'll just watch it. Yeah, just so I'm and not I think surprised. it is that it's, it's that kind of it's it people is, who don't want to be also surprised. Like, oh, I've never seen the show before. Oh, so, well, I know. Do you want to know what happens? He dies. <laughs> the guy dies at the end. They, but, there is there are. That's why people some some people do it. You know, they they, they yeah, want to like know the but information that's not my so mom. they can like, She's not. She's not going to tell no. you. You know. The funny thing is, she well, would. She, she she's would not going to tell you, but she's going to be like, "Oh, I know what happened." Yes, and it's like, "Yeah, no, that's not." <laughs> why do you? Why you know? It's it, again. It's the same. With, your mom's not really like that, but she's not going to. You know. But she's not going to tell you. If you ask, she wouldn't tell you. If you ask, all right, what happened then? And she'd be like, "I'm not going to tell you." you like, she'd be like, "You look it up. You have to look it up." I don't know. Yes, it's unhinged. They're unhinged. Well, no, and it's kind of like, oh, there's going to be no spoilers. It's like, oh, I don't want to watch that show. I like. And the it's surprise. like, oh, because it's not finished yet, is it? You don't know how it's going to end. I'm like the opposite of that, though. I, I like, like to. I like, I like to surprise. watch. I like to watch the story unfold. I like a surprise in. Just I've seen spoilers in, in life in general. Me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And know, good this... surprises. I don't like bad surprises. Obviously, nobody likes a bad surprise. But, um, you know, sometimes I watch a show and I'm disappointed that it, and I'm wanting it to surprise me with the writing. I'm wanting to not be able to predict how this is going to end, and it's a, it's. A, disappointing mm. when it happens exactly the way you, you thought, thought it was, was going to. It's just like, mm. like mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But anyway, one story that we don't know what's going to happen with it is Welcome to Wrexham on Hulu. And oh. That's another one. It's a documentary series. It's yeah, and nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> nobody, nobody knows what's going to happen and it's there. And it's been quite, it was quite entertaining to watch because I think we started watching it after we watched Ted Lasso we watched Ted Lasso, then we watched the, the Beckham David Beckham documentary. And then we watched Welcome to Wrexham because we thought, oh, well, you know, that's been getting a, a load of awards and... Mm-hmm. Kind of like know, Ryan Reynolds. Critical points and all that, you know. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I had no idea who he was. <laughs> Always but... Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. You'll know him. Another from. show we've never seen. Yeah, I think I I think it's still going. Or, or, I had I had might have ended. I don't know. No idea. But anyway, they buy um, Wrexham Football Club mm-hmm. in Wales. Yeah, which you know they 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 form a little like 
conglomerate, whatever, com- corporation, and buy it. Yeah. And so it's their journey of buying it mm-hmm. and then taking it out. Because in football, it's not like over here where, like, in the NFL and all that, there's no, you know, whoever finishes last is just, okay, we'll play again next season and see where they go. They're still in the NFL. They're still yeah. in the um, right, right. MLS. Mm-hmm. They're still in NBA, whatever, you know? Yeah. There's no real, like, oh, they're going to be going into a bottom league now. You yeah, know, no. You're never going to see the Yankees finish last and go, well, it's relegation time. We're for... relegating you to the minor leagues Relegating you to the minor leagues <laughs> New now. York Even Yankees if... is now yeah. a minor league, league team. team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's what happens in premiership football, in, like, professional football. I think most football. Americans don't know that. You know, yeah. unless they're like soccer fans. And Wrexham, I don't think they, I don't know if they were ever in the Premier League. They may have been like a hundred year, odd years ago. If I kind of mean the Premier League, it's kind of like relatively new, I guess. Mm. Um, I don't even know if they call it. That. Oh yeah, they they do, do they do call it the Premier League now. And then there's the Championship, and then there's like League One and League Two. And I think they were in League Two, weren't they? Yeah, I don't know. I still don't know. Yeah, I think they were in League <laughs> 2, and they were kind of like, you know, it, and it's a hard, or maybe it was the National League. I, yeah, I think it was the National League, and that's under League 2. There's about like seven leagues, and then there's a billion under that, which are all just basically organized, but... um. If so you, you watch put, Ted Lasso, it's a little. They deal with it. They explain they deal it with. A they bit. explain it a bit because you know he's you know the classic. He's American. It's like oh, so what do you do? You know what do you do with it? Oh, we just all keep playing. You know. Yeah. You know, if you finish last, that's it. You know, it's like next better luck next season. It's like it's yeah. not like a thing of like oh, well you're out of this league then. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit more serious because it's about money, basically. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Spending money and they're like, yeah. And it's a and it's a league, and we don't want them in the league if they're crap. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, get yeah. them out. You know, yeah. relegate them. Whereas over here, it's just like everybody's making money. You know, there's fans of whatever. You know, and it's just like, yeah, this is just sport. You know, yeah. And it's like that's how it should be, really. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, that's that's how it that's how it happens. And so they've been languishing in the national league, and. They got, you know, they've had a lot of bad luck. So they come in and then they're just like, well, we don't know what the, what's going on. We'll get this guy who knows. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name now. It wasn't Humphrey. Humphrey was, the, <laughs> Humphrey was the guy that got Rob McElhenney into it. Because I thought, well, this is a bit of an odd situation. Why, why would Ryan Reynolds want to buy a football team? We discovered it was Rob McElhenney who talked him into it. Yeah. I mean, that's a little bit of a spoiler of the, of the documentary, but. Yeah, just, just. Before we continue on with everything that we've watched, if you don't want spoilers, when we start talking about these various shows, there are probably going to be spoilers. So just fast forward through. (laughs) Fast forward through or just not listen to this episode of the podcast. No, I mean, (laughs) in the documentary, it kind of like, oh, okay, so it was Rob McElhenney's idea. Yeah. And he just, you know, him and Ryan Reynolds have been having this kind of like Twitter bromance or whatever, tweeting back. And they've never actually met. In person. In person. Yeah. Because they're kind of <laughs> they're like opposite kind of like ends, online ends friends. of the, <laughs> opposite ends of the, of the industry. You yeah. Know, he was in TV and Ryan Reynolds is in film and he's quite a big star, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to buy this team, Rob, and I need film star money. You know, Ryan, you know, Ryan's like, okay, let's do it, you know. Yeah. And so they did it, you know, and it looked like it was going to be a sound investment, you mm-hmm. know. And, you know, 
So far, may, so far, so good. Maybe you know? I mean, no. At first, it looked like it was not going to be a sound. Because yeah, it was very grim. You know, they went to the first few matches, and it was just like, oh, you know, this team is not good. Yeah. And so they started putting it out on Twitter, and then of course the fans started having a say. Good, you should buy this guy from League Two. Mm-hmm. He'll and and this guy, if you've got the money, buy this guy. If you've yeah. got that, buy this guy. And he's like, yeah, no, that's true. If we can get them, sign them up. Yeah. We'll start we'll start scoring some goals. We'll start winning some stuff. You yeah. Know? It really has worked out in their favor this this whole project and it's, putting it on on camera and everything, hasn't it? Because it is coming out. And it's like generating and it's generating a little bit of revenue as well. You know? They're getting oh, yeah. a, they're getting like, you know, a bit of sponsors and stuff like that. And you know, there was a little bit of like, oh, we're a football team, you know, we don't need to be doing all these fancy sponsors for shaving cream or whatever. You yeah. Know? But it's like, you need that money. Yeah. The money's going into the club. It's like, we're actors and we have money, but it's going to run out eventually. It's going to run so out eventually. We, we need corporate like, money. Yeah. <laughs> we need corporate money to, you know. To keep going. Keep yeah. Going. And it's, it's a good documentary. I mean, it's, it's really good. We watched yeah. the first two seasons of it and I think there's a th- third coming out. Yeah. And I suppose if you're somebody who reads the last page of the book before you read the rest of the book i suppose you could do that each season because obviously the soccer season is finished it's finished now, or, yeah. or it's finishing as and you they're can, putting out the early episodes you can follow them in real time you yeah know? so you can know what's happening ahead of watching it in the documentary if yeah you, if you yeah, choose yeah, yeah. to do that yeah yeah <laughs> um as far as that that's on hulu by the way welcome to Wrexham. yeah um i think it comes it comes on like um fx or something though i think fx too yeah yeah the if you want to watch it episode by episode yeah uh it comes out episode by episode on hulu too though doesn't yeah. they they don't put it all out at once yeah no because we had to wait <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah there you go yeah it's not like netflix yeah where it just does the thing mm-hmm. you know does the thing does the thing you know they drop <laughs> Well, they, with the crown, they drop the first part and then the second part. Yeah, yeah, they're starting to do that now with stuff. Mm. You know, um, on Paramount Plus, we've been watching Lower Decks, which is a Star Trek show. It's oh, an yeah. animated Star Trek. I show. think we've mentioned that before. We've mentioned that before. It's you know, it's I mean, if you if you're a Star Trek fan, you'll know all about it. Um, it's basically like a love letter to the classic series. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's very funny to, you know, a lot of references that, you know, Trekkies will get. I mean, I love it. You know, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, no, don't like it. It's animated. Uh, taking a piss. But it's it's really, it's, it's taking the piss in a in a loving way. You know, it's banter. It's just yeah. banter. It's great banter. Uh, so, yeah, we've been watching that. Um, and we've been watching the new Frasier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the new series of Fraser, which people were prepared to kind of go, oh, it's not going to be good without David Hyde Pierce and, yeah. it, and Daphne. To and... be real, for me anyway, it takes a little bit of getting used to everybody else not being there because it's literally just he Kelsey mo- Grammer as Fraser. He moved he moved back. He moved he moved back to Boston. And I he? think that that was a really terrible decision if they weren't going to have anybody from Cheers on. Maybe Cheers has been demolished. It's like make him maybe move, it's a, maybe it's a corporate building now. They make him move to you know his son lives in Chicago or somewhere. Oh well they had Lilith. Lilith appeared. Lilith came back, yeah. Yeah. Um to be fair to Kelsey Grammer, 
He jumped right back into he jumped, the role He jumped of right back into it. Yeah. Uh, it's got Nicholas Lindhurst in it as his old He's Oxford great. University um, buddy, Alan. Yeah. He's basically like a sidekick, like the com- comedic relief. The comedic relief. He's always drunk. Like He's a, a da- professor. Like a yeah. Daphne kind of a character. Kind of like a Daphne character, but also kind of like a Martin kind of character. Too. I or guess maybe maybe, well, maybe maybe he's supposed to maybe Fraser's supposed to be the Martin character now. I think I think his son is more comparable to Martin. Maybe actually. yeah, that's true. Um, the son obviously has always been in the show as well, just not the same actor the whole yeah. time. Frederick. Frederick. Yeah. Um, it's 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 not bad. It's like if you like the same. It's like, it's in the same of, format, in the same style, you know. I want to call it old fashioned style of sitcom. Yes, it is. Well, I mean, that's the kind of thing that's still popular on the the networks over here. Is the old fashioned. I mean, Matt LeBlanc and his dad show and the mom show. I, that's I mean, not a thing anymore. <laughs> that's not a thing anymore. I, I, I it's, think that it's, was it's, almost but not the, a thing as soon as it was a thing. It's you know yeah, but I mean it's the same kind of thing that they're kind of like touting on the on the networks. I guess. I mean they're kind of struggling because you know there's so many other like, I think quirky British humor's invading. That's that's the new British invasion. Is the quirky <laughs> British humor? Well, it's the um the thing we talk about all the time. It's because of the internet, right? Like the internet, man. Yeah, because people have access to it now. You know, like Ghost CBS. Yeah. It's funny, oh, this is just a side note again. It's funny how the networks are showing all of these streaming shows. Well, I mean, because, they have to. <laughs> because of the strikes. I mean, that Hulu happened. is yeah. ABC, so yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, so you're going to get, like... What is that, Only Murders in the Building? Or Only whatever? Murders in the Building, that was recommended to us by a patron. Yeah, that, yeah, we have not seen it. And they've been that. watching it, and they go, oh, yeah, you'll love it. And I was like, oh, that sounds... I've, I've been, I've kind of seen a bit of it. Oh, yeah. I, well, not not like an episode or anything. I've seen the trailers and stuff, and I thought, oh, that actually does look kind of interesting. Well, I love Steve Martin. And Steve Martin, Martin and Short. Martin Short. Um, but apparently that yeah, that was a streaming show that they're putting on network TV because you know they have they've got no content. That do they? <laughs> you know, it's no. like yeah, they're gonna have to move some of this stuff over to network TV at least for a season or so. But yeah, anyway, Frasier is good if you like yeah, that kind of old it. fashion. If you're a fan of Cheers, if you're a fan of the original Frasier, you'll probably like. This, I've only this seen one. like a few episodes of Frasier and a few episodes of Cheers. I've never like watched them all the way through. Oh really? I thought you had seen most of Frasier. Probably at some point. <laughs> I've got a couple of friends who are into I love it. Cheers. I mean, it's a classic. You, yeah. you really can't beat that one. Yeah. Yeah. But moving over to Netflix. Um, love at First Sight and All the Light You Cannot See. Oh, yeah. Love at First Sight. That was kind of like a... That was a Christmas a, movie, it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was kind of like a Hallmarky movie. It wasn't? Yes, it was. No. Anything that's got like, oh, they fall in love on a plane... Uh, yeah, but usually no one's dying in a Hallmark movie. Hallmark movies are more like Disney. Who was dying in it? <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> His no, mother! Seriously. His mother. Oh, was she? Yeah. Somebody's already dead in a Hallmark movie. Yes, they're though. already the dead. The wife is dead. Hallmark's like Disney. Someone's dead. Someone has died, but it doesn't happen. They're not actively dying on screen. You know what we're talking about here, you Hallmark. <laughs> Hallmarky roosters. Yeah. It's like I guess it was 
so it was sort of hallmarky, I suppose. Yeah, it was a bit more dramatic, a bit more British quirky. Well, yeah. it it had the guy who used to play Pete Beale on EastEnders playing the lead role. Okay. Yeah, he was like the son and all that, you know, so I guess this was kind of his way of trying to break out of the soap world in Britain. And I think he did a pretty good job. He was, you know... Yeah, he was good. Yeah, I mean, the it was... Girl, uh, I, the, I, the, girl was... the main girl, Um, we've seen her in something also. Yeah. I can't remember what. Oh, you know what she was in? She was in The White Lotus, which we'll talk about in a minute. But <laughs> In a minute. We'll get into, to, we'll get into that. She was in the second season of that. Um... But I think we had seen her in something else besides that also. It's about an American girl meeting a British guy in the airport. They're both going to London and they happen to sit together on the plane. Yes. And they sort it's of like fall in love on the plane. Very hallmarky. Yeah. No, yeah. it was better than I mean no offense. It was better to than Hallmark. Who, no offense to anyone who likes and loves no, you, Hallmark. You shot but. across the bow there. <laughs> but it was it was it was better. There was more of a story there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Next, we're talking about something that we're going to it's not an even another period piece. It's, t- it's a today piece. Okay. It's contemporary. Saltburn. You oh, you've, crap. you've heard <laughs> it's on Prime. Saltburn with Barry Keegan. Everyone Everyone loves it. Everyone loves no. Everyone loves the end of it. No, everyone loves it. They love all of it. I've only no, seen people saying, going, "Oh, shocked faces," or they love it. I haven't seen anybody say, "What a load of crap." All TikTok is is Sophie Ellis Baxter with murder on the dance floor, and that only featured in the end of it. Well, yeah, because that's the only song that was in it, really. Anybody remembers? That's so it's all like everybody let's play that song the because oh, and they're all dancing the around, movie. aren't they? They're all dancing around. The thing about it is, if you have seen the talented Mr. Ripley, you've seen this movie. Yeah. As soon as it but was, it's got as a soon as it got going, a... I was like, "This is this is a rip off of the talented Mr. Ripley." I don't know. I'm going to be controversial here and say that it was okay. Um, it was absolutely controversial and say it was a load of crap. (laughs) It was a load of crap. It was. It was a load of crap. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, I know people like love it, but it was a load of crap. There was no real substance to it. Mm-mm. It was kind of just for the People shock like, value. Oh, and I think even, even the producers, Margot Robbie had an executive producer. I think she even came out and said, yeah, it was for shock value. People were like, it was art because it's shot in, um, what do you call that? What do you call the way that it was? 4.3. 4.3? Ratio, yeah. yeah. It's like, um, it was 4.3 ratio, which like, is like the oh, like no, a square. Like, 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 like the you standard see. television standard definition kind of like um anything l- before 2005 basically the lighting <laughs> and the graininess of it gave it like a sort of a vintage, a vintage 60s, feel, yeah. 70s 80s somewhere in there i appreciated feel. that little bit of it but the content was just absolute crap so at first because it was like 4 or 3 ratio and that sort of like grainy texture i was like okay so we're set in the I thought we were going to be set in the past and it was just kind of like trying to look like an old movie, but it was just trying to look like an old movie. And I appreciated that from the Eh, artistic point of... Well, not really a gimmick. Gimmicky, gimmicky. Think about it, right? If if they'd done it like if it was a period piece and it was actually well-written, you know? 
I mean, the writing and, was And it wasn't just terrible. like, oh, yeah, we're going to put in a few scenes here that are going to make you go, what? I mean, the thing about it is the writing was not terrible. You're like, you're not watching it going, oh, this is terrible. This is, you know, I've, I've definitely seen stuff where the writing is way worse. The writing was fine. Yeah. But it was just nothing. Like, I really. There was no substance to it. I really do not understand. I really think that the people who love this, and no offense if you are one of the people, the people who loved this just have never seen a movie like it before. Maybe, or there may be people who like psychopath movies, you know? I guess, yeah, if you like psychological... But but there was nothing new about this, though. It <laughs> like, was like, it was like a the, Dateline If you've thing. seen the... Ta- <laughs> it was like a Dateline. If you've seen The Talented Mr. Ripley, if you've seen American Psycho, if you've seen any of those kind of, like, psychological thrillers, you've seen this movie. Like, but this is just those with, like, unnecessarily graphic... Scenes. Scenes. Just for complete shock, shock value. value. Which oh, kind of... So bad. Yeah. And squeezing Barry Keegan's face all the time. Oh, I don't know what that means. You but... know, because he's got that one of those faces, Barry Keegan, you know. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what it was. I, I, I don't know. I mean... I was not impressed. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it's it's just kind of like... Meh. It, had a, it had quite a good cast. Um. Yes, it had a great cast. Yeah. It was just disappointing. I don't know. And I felt like, oh, it's going for a little bit of a with nail and eye vibe, but it's like, no, it bloody wasn't. I mean, they had Richard E. Grant in there, who was excellent in with nail and eye, but it was just like, no, no, no. It was the talented Mr. Ripley. I yeah, mean, it, it was, was the talented re- Mr. Ripley redone with to be even more shocking. But the thing is, is like if if it was shocking. For a reason. Yes. Then I you wouldn't be so annoyed at the end of it. You know what I yeah. mean? Because it would be like, all right. But it was just shocking to be shocking, which makes it just like, oh, God, get a life. You know, like. Yes. <laughs> just, I don't know. I, it wasn't one of the movies, one of those movies where at the end. You feel like, oh, I've just wasted two hours of my life. Although I think I did say, what I, did I just, what, what did I just watch? I mean, just it, like, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to rush to watch it again. No, you I know, would not watch a, it again. I would not recommend it to anyone. I think it's a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, if you want to see like weird, creepy sex scenes and like Barry Keegan, is that how we're I, pronouncing I, I, his I last name? Barry Keegan, I think his name is, yeah. Um, or Keogan, Naked. Maybe. Like, just skip to those parts, and there you Murder go. Murder on the dance floor. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's mm. all they want. That's all they wanted in that movie. <laughs> that could have been the movie. Yeah. Just him doing that for two hours straight, dancing around the house. Yeah. And I mean, that's it. Yeah. They could just re- replay, like, hours-long loops of Sophie Ellis Baxter. If you don't know what it's about, he's... Barry Keegan is, um... He plays this guy, this sad guy. A mentally disturbed Oxford student who becomes obsessed with another student. A student who's got old money. Yeah. And, and Barry Keegan's character is, um... It's a little bit like, oh, is he in love with him? Mm. Is he obsessed with him? Uh, he, He just wants to be him. He's just a psycho. The yeah. end. 
the end. Oh, we're way over time. Okay, sorry. So, yeah. Yeah, let's just... Uh, well, we've got Doctor Who on Disney+. Plus. Oh, Doctor yeah. Who, the next season of it is... It's be- looking uh, like it's going to be good. We, we would yeah. just watch the Christmas specials. And Cootie Gatwa, yeah. Um, with David Tennant. Tennant? Tennant, Tennant. yeah. David Tennant um, and Catherine Tate. They're back for... Um, well, they were back for they the were back for, for the those specials, special. and then you know, Inkuji Gatwa is now the the new Doctor. Yeah, and, and I, it looks like it's going to be I good. I like what I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah. I have I have high hopes yeah. for, for the new season. We'll see, we'll see, but um, it's looking like it's looking positive. I think it's looking positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then we have the White Lotus. Yeah, you didn't um, watch that Max. with me. Yeah, that was your. I think I mentioned maybe in the last podcast that um, when like the Glo- Golden Globes and the Emmys and stuff comes on, when I'm needing something new to watch, I kind of like go, okay, which which ones were the shows and things that were up for the awards, and you know, kind of see what they're about to see if oh maybe this is something I want to check out. And the White Lotus was one of those, and. It's really good. I, I was disappointed that you didn't watch it with me. I think you would have enjoyed it, actually. Maybe I'll give it a try at some point. It's a whodunit. You know, it's like a... Whodunit. Yeah. It's kind of like a whodunit yeah. type thing. Um, but but dark comedy. Yeah. And set entirely in a, um, in a resort, in a hotel, you know. Yeah. The first one is set in Hawaii. The next one is set, same hotel chain. The hotel chain is the White Lotus. Yeah. But set in um, Italy, I think we want to know. But yeah, it's really good. Apparently they're working on season three, so I can't wait for that, actually, because it's... Yeah, yeah, it was a really... It was fun. It was a fun little... It was a fun little series. Fun little show for you. Mm -hmm. And we're just almost to the end of this next one. Succession. Oh, yes. On Max. Also on Max. Yeah. So You know, I hadn't even really heard of this show. I'd heard bits and pieces about it. I hadn't even really heard of it. I'd heard a lot of people talking about a guy named Logan Roy and Brian Cox. Had you? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'd seen a lot of, like, people going, and Brian Cox talking about the finale of Succession, because it, it, it ended this year, or last year. Yeah. Um... And so, you know, I thought, oh, you know, it's just about... And I, and I didn't really look too much into it until we were like, okay, it's winning awards. It's, it, won a, a, it won all the awards, yeah. So we were like, let's um, let's see what it's all about. Let's watch the first... I think we said, let's watch the first episode and see, and see if, if we, we like get into it, yeah. it. And we got into it. Yeah, pretty much straight away. Straight away. Again, it's like a quirky British comedy. Um, I mean, it's not British. <laughs> it's not British, but, it's, but like... it's, it's made. It's made by a team of British people. It's I the think, you know, same it's anyway. style of the thick of it. The thick um, of it. Veep. Veep Peep the, Show. the Office. The Office. Yeah. It's yes. It's, it's a similar. It's shot in a similar style. Shot the, in a similar the style. And the characters the... are similar. And it's about a corporate family. Yeah. And who's going to be the next CEO of this multi mega? When the dad, who is, yeah. who is quite old, when yeah. he dies, you and know. He's played by Brian Cox, and of course he was like probably the standout character on this, you know. Oh, yeah. He was the lead character of yeah. the ensemble. The, the cast is actually really and good. And the cast, though. you know, the cast is very good. I mean, two, probably my most, two favorite. The principal ones play his kids. Probably so. my two favorite characters, though, are the two that are like more of the side characters. They're not the Tom kids. Tom and Greg. Tom and Greg. A.K.A. the Disgusting Brothers. <laughs> 
they're both their acting is um tom is played by matthew mcfadden for any um pride and prejudice any pride and fans the, the out there. Version, yeah of course. um he's mr darcy uh and he's just so on Mr. Yeah. Darcy. In this. Well, it's 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 just, it's, just it's, it's a it's a chance to become like you know they they him and Greg. I mean, Greg is kind of like his sidekick. You know, he takes him under, and he's he's part of the family too. This Greg because it's kind of like if he's you a look, cousin. he's a cousin, and, and you Tom think, is married in. Tom so. is married in. Yeah. So they're they're both kind of outsiders. Mm, yeah. So they get together. They're both kind of got a similar kind of humor. <laughs> so they're the disgusting brothers, you know. <laughs> And I mean, you know, yeah, you know, everybody loves them. It's wacky. It's dark at times. I mean, but, it's dark comedy. There's cringe wacky. comedy there, you know. Cringe, so cringe. It's just, it's really, really well done. Like, yes, it's, it's, you know, when I was watching, I was like, it's just like watching the thick of it. Yeah. And then I was like, you looked it up and it was, it was written by a guy who co-created the thick of it. Or oh, he wrote for he? the thick of it. He, right? Yeah, he was one of the writers but of the thick also of it. Also Peep Show. As well, oh, yeah, he, yeah. he, he co created that too. Yeah. Jesse Armstrong, I think his name is. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this guy can write that style so well. Yeah. You know, it's like, that is it. You know? It's just so, it's very, very un PC, but just in the funniest way. It's Kieran just, Culkin plays. Is he Kieran the, Culkin is great. He's too. the youngest son, I think. Isn't yeah. He? Roman. Roman Kendall. Yeah. And the cast Ro every Roman Roman Roy and 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 Kendall is played by um oh, I can't remember his name now, but he's he's kind of a method actor, isn't he? You know? Yeah, apparently yeah. he's quite an intense. <laughs> he's quite intense compared to Kieran Culkin's Roman. And, you know, it's just like they get all these characters together and they do like, oh, let's do an improvised scene. Oh yeah, there's apparently they a do lot that. Of they did that in the thick. Of, they did that in the thick of it a lot, just so it comes off naturally. You know. Yeah. You got a scene there, and they just given you the context of the scene, and they're just like, "Okay, go. How would your How would you think your character would would dialogue would be? Yeah. And we'll shoot a scripted bit, and we might intermix the two, or we'll just go with one. And you can tell sometimes there's a lot of like awkward, awkward pauses. pauses. Yeah. And it's kind of like watching a play. Well, no, where it's like someone's life, gone off script, it? you know, and oh, they're just yeah. like. Crap, how do I do how do I respond to that? But it works so very well. Well, yeah, because it because it's I love it's it like when watching, they do it's, that. It's watching like some it's, it's watching like a secret kind of documentary. You yeah, know? I love it when they do that because as good of as good as a really well written show is, you, you still know you're watching a written show. But yes. when you allow the actors to say the things that they think their character would say, it becomes more real because yeah. it is organic that, because they are just coming up with it off the top of their head. And sometimes there's pauses because you're waiting for the other person to reply, but it's just so that happens like, in okay, life, yeah, doesn't I've, it? I've read, this, I've read the script. I know you're supposed to say this at this sign and you're not saying it. Mm. Yeah. A lot of the dinner scenes being all improvised mm -hmm. are just like, yeah. Yeah. And you you know, sometimes it's just like, oh, you know, some of the stuff they come up with is, is hilarious, you know? Yes. And sometimes it's just like, what? But but that is real oh, life, isn't it? Life. Sometimes some people say things to you in real life that's just like, why are you talking? I mean, it happens in this podcast all the yes. time, isn't it? We're going to level with you. We do an improvised podcast <laughs> episode and then we do a scripted episode and always the improvised episode gets ahead. <laughs> 
Oh my god. If they wanted to listen to scripted podcasts, they would definitely be like, not hello. listening to us. <laughs> no, no. No. Anything goes. Oh my gosh. But anyway. Yeah, anyway. Uh, let us know if you watch any of the yeah, we shows reco- that we've mentioned. Highly recommend them. What you think. Which ones are your favorites. Um, and let us know any that you recommend that we did not mention. Because we're always looking for something new to watch. Um, thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. We really mm-hmm. appreciate your support. Special shout out to our patrons for their much valued continual support continual support 2024 is going to be a great year thank you so much <laughs> uh be sure to give us a follow on social media if you don't already we are at tbuddy uh everywhere and we'll talk to you all next time goodbye everybody bye bye, bye.